Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of our relaunch, rebooted podcast, Beyond Your Circumstance. This is a safe place for all, especially for those stressed out, burnt out moms out there. I'm here to share hope, stories, and a touch of biblical wisdom to encourage you on your journey. Okay, so I just want to let you guys know a little bit of why I rebranded the podcast. So if you've been following me for a while, you know that the podcast was called Mommy Never Takes a Break. The reason I chose that title was because I struggled myself with not being able to take breaks, being burnt out, struggling being a mom, especially a first-time mom, and felt like that title resonated with the fact that I always would say I can't take a break, but the reality was that I just needed to do it myself. Like, take authority in that and say, yes, I need to do this for me, for my family. And so that's how that got birthed. But as the year went on and something that really resonated with me was that a lot of my limiting beliefs was based on my circumstances. So it was based on growing up and not having much, just, you know, my family having just whatever was paycheck to paycheck and not living in any kind of extreme measures where I could just have anything. My parents did the best with what they had. But just that kind of led into my own limiting beliefs of money in my life now as an adult with a family. Um, Also, my limiting beliefs about my body. It could not look like it used to before, which is totally wrong. I feel the best shape in my life now than ever before. And also other things in my life that presents when I feel unworthy or that I can't do something. It's usually stemmed from something in my past that can present now or even current circumstances. If you're struggling with your finances, if you lost a job, If you are like me, homeschooling, that has its own challenges. Um, There's so much that I can impact with circumstances really dictating how we live, how we think, how we act, which is why I knew that this rebranding was going to be so important because I can really leverage that in each episode. And I'm also going to be interviewing other moms who can share their own stories of things that they've gone through and how they've overcome it. So I really hope this podcast brings you hope, gives you encouragement and helps you pursue the purpose that you have on your life. So let's dive into today's episode. So today we're going to dive deep into a topic that resonates with many of us. It's about the clutter in our lives and how it hinders our freedom. So let's talk about clutter, not just the physical mess in our homes, which can contribute, but let's go deeper. There are three types of clutter we often encounter. First is the emotional clutter. This comes from trauma, past hurts, abuse, feelings of unworthiness. It's heavy and hard to let go. Number two is situational clutter. Now this includes the chaos in our schedules, procrastinated tasks, and the physical mess around us that consumes our time and energy. Then we have spiritual clutter. This is more subtle. It's the baggage of control, constant worry, doubt, and keeping the wrong influences in our lives. It's not surrendering these burdens to God. So the Bible speaks to this in Hebrews 12.1. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. It reminds us that clutter isn't just physical. 
It's anything that hinders our spiritual journey. So I want to share a personal story with you. My office was a dumping ground for everything. The kids' packages, their toys, anything new that came, I would just throw it in here. You name it. Like, it would just pile up. And I dreaded working in my office because of this. It just led to procrastination. But one day, I just couldn't take it anymore. I cleaned it. (laughs) And it was very transformative. I became more productive than ever. You see, here's the problem. I often would be cleaning up after my kids. Like we would have constant things, just toys all over the floor, clothes all over the floor in their room. And then I kind of just reflected that in my own office, putting things that I couldn't find a place for in my room. But see, this room is supposed to be sacred ground for me to be able to work. It is an office after all. To do my creative process, to record my podcast. And I wasn't even living in it. And I knew there was a problem because I was like, oh, I'll just take my laptop and I'll do it in the kitchen. I'll do it in the living room, wherever I can find space to sit down and put my laptop. But the problem with that was that I was constantly distracted. My kids saw me Like I was right in front of their faces. So they wanted me for every little thing too, which it doesn't change. They still want me behind this door. They often come and knock on the door and ask for me. But it also created a boundary and it helps me to kind of have that freedom. Like I'm here to do this thing right here and now, and I'm going to get it done. I'm going to do it now. Like there's no excuse. There's no putting off till later. And so rather than sitting down and getting work done, I was actually procrastinating more because I wasn't in my zone of genius and I wasn't in my sacred room where I could be away from everybody. And I was constantly being distracted. And then I just got unmotivated. And so one day, which was not too long ago, I think just a couple of days ago, I walked in and I was like, this is not what my office is supposed to look like. This is not what I envisioned for my office, for where I'm going to be doing my work and getting my creative process going. I need to put a stop to this. So I took the time. And one of the things that prevented me from taking the time to actually do the work, to actually clean it out, was the fact that it was going to take some time. See, the more clutter, the more things, the more cleaning I had to do more time it was going to take out of my day. And I didn't want to take time out of my day. (laughs) I thought that I would be more productive if I just let that be for the time being, which the time being ended up being months. And then I could work somewhere else and get things done. But it actually created the opposite. What happened was I didn't get work done. Being out in my living room or kitchen, I was constantly snacking. I was constantly looking at the you know, TV when the kids had stuff on, even though like, what do I care about kids programming? But you know, the eye travels, I get distracted or I just thought of other things that I needed to do and that would cloud my mind. And so therefore I wasn't productive. I wasn't getting things accomplished. And yeah, time ended up being more than the time that it would take to clean my office. It ended up being exponential time that just took away from me. So I cleaned the office in about two hours, I want to say, and I just feel so much better. It was almost like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Like, wow, I feel free. I feel free to do my work each day. I feel free to come in here and feel good. 
that I can get my zone of genius going on, my creativity juices flowing, that I can sit here and not worry about the constant boxes that are in my room. It was a constant reminder of my procrastination, of my habits, you know, my not so good habits that I kept allowing to take precedent in my life. So here I am today in a very clean office the way I envisioned it and I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. Now, is there other things in my house that need to get cleaned? Yeah, there are tons of things that need to be cleaned. And honestly, the cleaning job, especially for moms, is never ending when you have little ones at home. They're always giving you jobs to do. But for this time and this moment, I needed to get things done in my business that I wasn't doing because the office was cluttered. And so I just wanted to share that story with you. Maybe there's something in your home that you've been putting off, but that's really been bothering you. It's really been stopping you from getting things done, but it doesn't limit you to just a messy home. Maybe your car, (laughs) you know, you've been putting off getting it cleaned or getting the tires rotated or going out because there's something going on with your car. Maybe you're not having social time with friends and family because that is a resounding thing that you need to get done, but you just keep putting it off. And therefore, you're not feeling fulfilled in your friendships or relationships because you're not making the effort to be a part of being with them, you know, engaging in activities that you loved, once loved at least, right? I did that as well, too. When I got pregnant with my twins, I did not, not that I not wanted to, but I took a break from worship leading. And that break ended up turning into five years five years. <laughs> and deep down in my spirit, in my soul, I loved worship leading. I love not only singing, but being able to lead God's people into his presence, to have them just be enriched with the goodness of God and knowing that I'm fulfilling my purpose in life. But I didn't because I kept putting excuses like, uh, the kids need me, the babies need me. I got to nurse them. There's no way I'm going to be able to do two services. How am I going to nurse and how am I going to do this? And who's going to take care of my kids? I don't want just anyone taking care of my kids. And how am I going to be able to get to rehearsal? Like every excuse, even as far as my weight, because I did go on a weight loss journey that I needed to work on myself. And I didn't feel confident in my skin because I was so heavy and being on stage, being heavy was very self-conscious for me. And what happens with clutter is it becomes your excuse. It becomes your excuse of not moving forward, of inactivity, of procrastination, of having feelings and thoughts, of doubt, unworthiness. And so I want to challenge you to really think. Think about these three types of clutter. It could be an emotional clutter. Maybe you have a problem with self-worth because you're struggling with something that happened to you in your past. And it could be many different things. One thing that I struggled with in my past is the feeling of that I'm not pretty enough or that I'm not skinny enough. And my weight loss journey started at nine years old. started dieting at nine years old. My mom told me that I needed to Uh, she did it in lighter words, I'll have to say, (laughs) but I took it as my mom's calling me fat. Um, but she's like, Steph, you got to watch what you're eating. You know that 
there's obesity in the family. You got to be careful. You could turn out that way. Like, you know, she's thinking she's being helpful and trying to guide me not to go toward a certain path. But the way I took it was my mom's calling me fat. I must not be worthy enough for her. You know, and all my life, I just spent trying to impress my mom and going on these unhealthy relationship with food from not eating to binge eating to bulimia to, you know, so many different things, being on so many different diets or putting myself through rigorous exercises. And so that's part of my story. And I will talk more about it in the coming weeks as I'll put a sprinkle here and there when I'm talking with other ladies that I'm going to be interviewing for this podcast. But also I will dedicate one episode of just my story. But for today, I want to just hone in on these different types of clutter that just presents itself in our lives. And we don't even realize it sometimes. You, When you think of clutter, when I say the word clutter to you, what do you automatically think? Just piles of laundry or boxes that are in the corner of a room, right? You might think that, but it goes far beyond that because it's anything that we're still holding on to. That's what clutter is, right? We're still holding on to that pile of laundry. We still, we need to fold it, but the fact of the matter is you haven't done it. And so the same thing goes with emotional clutter. What in your past are you still holding on to that you need to heal from so that you can move forward and feel free? Feel free because that's not your identity. That's not your story. It may be part of the story and it can be something that can impact others. As I share my story, I hope that I can impact other women, other moms to feel like there's hope for them, that they can move forward, that they can accomplish things that they've dreamed of. But it's not your identity. Let's go on to spiritual clutter. We often overlook it, but it's there, <laughs> hidden beneath our emotional and situational clutter. Let me tell you, oftentimes when we have emotional and situational clutter, it can create the spiritual clutter for sure. And I was caught in this cycle of trying to manage everything on my own. I forgot to partner with God to seek his strength for my daily task. I strive for perfection and just systematic control. Like if we do this, 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 and on this day, then everything's going to work out great. It's going to be perfect. But it ended up me being exhausted, hopeless, and really spiritually depleted. See, I needed to learn what surrender was. And we know the word, right? We can look it up in the dictionary, what it means. But I wasn't allowing God to be the center of what I was trying to accomplish. I thought if I could just control this situation, then it'll be good. The thing is, the less control you have, and the more that you can lay it at God's feet, the more freedom you'll feel and the more likely you will be able to feel a sense of connection and aligned with what you're trying to accomplish. I was all over the place in my business, in my parenting, even in my marriage and in my finances. I would always struggle with anxiety because of it. You know, if I couldn't control this, if I didn't know what was happening, that uncertainty, the the fact that I don't know where our next paycheck is coming from, or I don't know how my kids are going to turn out because I'm constantly screaming at them, or when's my next client coming? You know, all these different things that would present itself, like when, how, 
you know, what the uncertainty and the struggles and the feelings of unworthiness will just keep coming and eating at me. I wasn't surrendering it to him. It was a big struggle. It really was. Not that I didn't love God, not that he wasn't an important part of my life, not that I wasn't going to church, but life isn't about checking off boxes. (laughs) See, I'm a big to-do list maker. Like I have to make a to-do list every single day because I need to know that I'm getting the max amount of things done that I can for the day in order to feel that I was productive. That's just me. I'm very meticulous that way. But I was so absorbed in the checking of boxes that that kind of started becoming my identity. If I can check off all the boxes, then I'm in good shape. No problems, right? That wasn't so far from the truth. Because yes, we do got to do our part in walking in faith and trusting in God and knowing that our bills are paid and being present for our kids and our marriage. All those things are so important. But when we're caught up in just that, checking off the boxes and instead of being truly present, being kind, having times of rest and and decompressing just all the stress that we go through, living in our purpose, feeling that the more feelings of, yes, I'm worthy, yes, I'm capable, yes, I'm going to do what I set out to do because I'm setting intention, but also all of that intertwined and wrapped up in God's grace and glory. And that was the biggest word that I learned, especially throughout motherhood and in my business, is grace. Having grace on myself to know that I'm not perfect, that everything's not going to always be perfect. And actually nothing is ever 100% perfect. We can probably get there 90, 98%, but nothing's ever going to be as perfect as we put it. See, what is perfection? Perfection is usually measured by our own definition of it, right? Because you may show something, maybe you're working on something, right? Maybe you built a cabinet or you drew a picture or you started a podcast, whatever it is, right? And you are like, man, this could be better. Oh, I don't like the way I sound there. Or, oh, I should have took more time on this. And, right, we'll, we'll pick out all the little intricate things that we wish could be better. Even our bodies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we could pick out so many things, right? That could be better. And then we present it to someone else and they think this is completely amazing, like game changing. Like, why haven't you shared this already? Like, why aren't you taking pictures? You look beautiful. Like, and it's almost like we feel like, how is this person thinking this when this could be better? And we often neglect that, right? I did. My husband used to tell me I'm beautiful. I don't have to change a thing about myself. But I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, what lens are you looking me at me at? Because I don't see what you're seeing, <laughs> right? And it's usually our own expectations that try to create this quote-unquote perfection in our lives. And so I want to challenge you today. Start examining what are the things that is holding you back? What are the clutters that you are neglecting? and not working on so that you can move forward in your progress, maybe in your progress in your weight loss, maybe in your progress in your business, maybe in your progress in your marriage, whatever it is, start taking 
action, positive affirmative action in cleaning up your mess. <laughs> I had to clean up my mess in various different areas, but you'll find that your mess turns into a message for other people. And that's what I'm doing today here in this podcast. Why I was motivated to rebrand the podcast, because I have found that the biggest thing that has held me back, that has completely transformed like my thought process, my actions is my circumstance. And so today I want to challenge you, start looking at the clutter that you can take away. I did it. I had to start decluttering my life, not just my space. It meant faithfully releasing my burdens, surrendering my need for control, and inviting God into every aspect of my day. It wasn't easy, but it was freeing. So to all the moms listening, I understand the struggle. But know this, you are not alone. Not alone at all. You can declutter your life. Start small, one area at a time. Remember, it's not just about tidying up. It's about making room for peace, hope, and spiritual renewal. I started with my office because I knew that I had to move forward in my business. I, like I said, I have areas in my home that need to be cleaned up <laughs> and they will eventually get cleaned up. But I am also constantly working on my spiritual clutters because they can very well present themselves often, especially when the enemy tries to make you feel a certain way. So as we close I just want to leave you encouragement. You've probably heard this verse. Maybe you're watching today, and I want to encourage you today. Maybe you're watching today and you're not a woman of faith, or you know of God, but you don't have a relationship with him. Maybe this is all new to you, the, the biblical spin on things. And I want to encourage you. This is for you. Whether you feel like you are connected with God or not, know that he is there and that you have so much to work on in your spirit as well. And the scripture is from Philippians 4.13. It is one of my favorites ever since I was a little girl. And it's, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You have the strength to overcome the clutter in all its forms. And I challenge you to start today. Don't wait. Don't think, oh, when I have the time, when I can schedule it in, when I can do this. Look, I did. I waited and waited and waited. You know how long my office was? like the way it was months, months, months. I can't even remember how many months, but it was months. And I thought, oh, when I have a free time, when I can do this without the kids, it never came. Same thing I before I wanted to get pregnant and have children. Same thing happened. I was like, when I lose the weight, when I lose the weight, when I have the right time to do the lose the weight and then I'll get pregnant because I was afraid of gaining more weight since I had weight on me already to get pregnant. But that time never came. I never lost the weight. I never lost the weight because that wasn't going to be the motivating factor for me to lose the weight. I actually had to go on a journey, a journey of motherhood. And of course, everyone's journey is different. So I'm not saying you had to wait till motherhood to start losing weight or whatever. But what I'm saying is, is that there is a particular journey for you that you don't realize you're already on and you need to start today. You need to start today decluttering and declaring that you are capable, you are worthy, and you can accomplish what you said. And despite your circumstances, let's go beyond that because your circumstances don't define you. They're just things that are happening around you. 
I'm going to close with that today. And I want to thank each and every one of you for joining me. Stay tuned for more episodes. I'm going to be interviewing other moms. They're going to be talking about their own challenges that they've had to overcome and what they did. And I hope this brings you joy. I hope this brings you value. And more than ever, I hope this gives you hope to know that you're not alone and that, yes, you can accomplish what you desire, what your calling is on your life and live in your purpose. So stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to continue to explore all these avenues of motherhood, faith, personal growth. So until then, keep the faith, declutter your life and embrace the freedom it brings. If you have any questions about this, anything that I spoke about in this podcast episode, feel free to send me a message. I will have my contact information in the show notes. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube. I will be having these podcasts premiere on YouTube every Wednesday morning. And they will be on podcasts like Spotify, Apple. You're probably listening on to it on one of those platforms. Amazon Podcasts and iHeartRadio, along with a couple of others. You'll be able to listen on Alexa. And you can feel free to reach out at relnourish at gmail.com. Currently, the email will be changing soon. But for now, you can reach out on that. Or you can simply go to stephanierell.com where you can find everything that I'm doing from the podcast to my weight loss program to my worship leading ministry. All right. That's it for today. I love you guys all and be encouraged. Live in your purpose. We'll see you next week. Bye.